Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, I'm Lynn Norris. Here's your daily tip from the experts at Real Simple. Can you write off your home office? By Mia Taylor. And when legions of Americans are suddenly working from home and may remain doing so for the indefinite future, this question has likely never been more important. Can you write off your home office? The answer to that question really depends on whether you're an independent contractor running a business from home or are an employee of a business or corporation owned by someone else. Here's a closer look at the do's and don'ts of writing off a home office on tax returns. As part of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, the home office deduction for individuals who are employees of someone else's business was suspended from 2018 through the end of 2025. This means the deduction is currently only available to qualifying self-employed taxpayers, independent contractors, and those working in the gig economy, according to the IRS. Translation, if you are a W-2 employee with no business entity of your own, then there are no options to write off your home office, says CPA Mike Jesushek, host of the Small Business Tax Savings podcast. If you simply shifted to working from home because of the pandemic and are an employee of a business or corporation, the deduction is not available, as disappointing as that may be for countless people who are now working from home. For those who are indeed self-employed as an independent contractor or a gig worker, the use of your home office must meet two basic requirements outlined by the IRS in order to qualify for the tax deduction. These requirements are that the taxpayer must use a portion of the home exclusively for conducting business on a regular basis, and also that the home is the taxpayer's principal place of business. Just because you have an office in your spare bedroom does not mean that you automatically qualify for the deduction, says Tyler Davis, a CPA with Simplify LLC. Taxpayers should research the rules of calculating the deduction and qualifying for the deduction. It's also worth noting that the IRS definition of a home for the purpose of this deduction includes a house, apartment, condominium, mobile home, and even a boat. When writing off home office space on annual tax returns, take photos to record your business use of the space. You might also keep a log of activities conducted in the space. This sort of documentation can be helpful in case you're ever audited, says Jessa Shack. For those who meet all the space usage requirements, a variety of expenses are eligible to be written off on your annual tax return. If part of the home is used exclusively and regularly for business purposes, a taxpayer may be able to deduct expenses such as mortgage interest, real estate taxes, insurance, utilities, repairs, and depreciation for the area used, says Just Answer financial expert and CPA Angela Anderson. The IRS list of expenses that can be deducted also includes rent, casualty losses, and maintenance. In general, a taxpayer may not deduct expenses for the parts of their home not used for business, for example, expenses for lawn care or painting a room not used for business. 
The IRS provides guidance on all things related to home office deductions, including how to calculate the amount of such deductions using the regular and simplified formulas, in its publication 587. While there is no one specific method that taxpayers must use to keep records, it is critical that you do maintain evidence of some sort substantiating the home office deductions you're claiming, says Jess O'Shack. It's also a good idea to refrain from going overboard on the deductions. Claiming home office deductions is and has been a hot topic for the IRS for a while now, says Jessashek. Unless you want to get audited, if you claim the home office deduction, my suggestion would be to err on the side of caution rather than not. In other words, be conservative with your deductions. Do not inflate them. Thanks for listening. Check back tomorrow or go to realsimple.com for the latest. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.